y'all. We Reddit listeners, and welcome to another very special episode. I'm your host, Maggie. And I'm your host, Laura. And the sun is shining. The little gopher said that spring is here. And I gotta say, in the Midwest, spring is kind of here. It is kind of here, except for I heard it snowed really bad in Michigan, and it's supposed to snow really bad in New York. So I like wonder in the Midwest if it's just like only above us or if it's coming to us soon. <laughs> yeah, that is true. It stopped uh, snowing a little bit. I think it stopped snowing pretty fast in New York, which is crazy because I moved my whole flight around it. Yeah. And then I saw this morning it was done snowing and I was like, well, oh, I guess you can't it. Oh, well. Yeah. You know, you can never win with the weather. Um, you, you just can't. can't. Put you me can't. in the weather in the cage and maybe we won't have freezing cold winters anymore in oh. Iowa or Chicago. Wow, can't believe you're going to fall in love with the weather. That sounds really romantic. I'll fall in love with anything right now. I am vulnerable <laughs> um, and very susceptible to, Well, you know. listeners, if you're looking for love, Maggie's also looking for love. So <laughs> yeah. just sweep them off their feet and it'll be so easy. It's, my, it's my putty cri- in your hand. My criteria, all I got is a fat ass and a fatter heart. Aww. Thank you. Yeah. And just like dating me might exist only in your dreams, but we could make it a reality. This book. (laughs) The the dating pool is our listeners. Thank you for listening. Uh, Hi, if you're single, write into us. This title is Only in Your Dreams, where we are picking up Nate was microdosing Viagra last book. Pretty exciting stuff. He is working in the Hamptons for his coach. He, he's off the he's off the the gra the Viagra. Nate is in rehab for his Viagra use. <laughs> I wish that happened. Oh my god. He's he's just right back in there with Georgie. Yeah, just huge boner. Blair is not really friends with Serena yet. Um, yeah, they kind of they kind of they. I mean, made up at the end, so it seems mm-hmm. like they're fine. Serena is in that Breakfast at Tiffany's reboot. Yeah, Jenny's Breakfast not in the Fred's. books anymore. She's at Waverly. No, she's, she's been booted. No, she's in Prague this book before her upcoming year in Waverly, um, which is great for her. Uh, this book, um, I don't know if we said it's book nine, but it, this is also where um, the books are no longer written by Cecily uh, von Zisker. Uh, they're all ghost written from here on out. And I looked that up right before we started recording. And I'm not surprised because I was telling Maggie before, also before we started recording, that these books feel just a little bit off in like the pacing and tone of our normal kind of gossip girl world that we live in. I'll give it to her, the ghostwriter, that she did stay in line with Cicely trying to kind of introduce Chuck back in. But I think my biggest difference for reading this one was I was telling Laura... Uh, Serena is a lot more empathetic of a character. Yeah. In this book. Yeah. Kind of the facade falls and we see a little bit of insecurity, which I love. Well, and it's also, I feel like it took a ghostwriter for us to get Serena to lose a little bit in this book. And she still didn't even lose that hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Where were we, listeners? We had some sort of technical malfunction. So we're just jumping back in where we remember. <laughs> we're just jumping back in. I'm going to be honest here. Transparency is key in the new year. Um, where were we? We uh, Ghostwritten book. Ghostwritten book. Ghostwritten. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like Serena more this book. Chuck is barely there. Um, yeah. Is the rest of the series ghostwritten? Yeah. Really? Yeah. She just popped out. I mean, yeah. I wonder if it's because she was so bu- busy with the It Girl series. 
I mean, it feels like she was kind of maybe trying to sunset this series and kind of transition into the uh, It Girl series. Because last book did feel very, like, finite, you know? Like, final. It was like, oh, we're all graduating and Blair's, like, going off to meet this British lord and Serena's going to be in a movie and everything like that. So I think a part of it could have been maybe Cecily's original plan was to be like, and I'm just going to end it with them graduating and not go any further. It feels like, too, that would have been a fine move. I mean, they're making career moves and moving forward, and Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't want Blair and Nate to be together, so what can you say? Don't even get me started on that. Um, But let's dive in. Let's dive into the plot, the ghost-written plot. Um, Mm -hmm. Blair, everybody split up this book in, like, the beginning. It's weird. So Blair's in London, but she's not actually staying at Lord Marcus's estate. They still haven't had sex, um, and we open on him turning her down again as she's, like, all lingerie up, ready to get the bone on. And he's like, no, 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 tisk tisk tisk, you horny girl, bad. Um, you have to meet my cousin Camilla. And Blair kind of seems to find Camilla as a romantic threat, um, which, which is... is a, which... But, like, also is it unwarranted because the vibe between Camilla and Lord Marcus is a little flirty and uncomfortable. Yeah, I, it, it seems like it was that trope of, oh, oh, well, you know, in the royal family, they gotta keep it in the royal family. So, yet to be said whether Blair and Lord Marcus will have sex. Yeah, TBD on that. TBD, put uh, a pin in it. Nate's kind of like living, living, living the working man's life in the Hamptons. He's just getting high, doing hard labor during the day, watching Coach's wife uh, sitting by the pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has his nights free to continue getting high and hanging out. He rides his bike around the Hamptons. He seems like he's having pretty like simple time and he's not mad at it. Vanessa is on Ken Mogul's film. For some reason, she's been entrusted to help film. The film, which seems like a lot for a blockbuster major Hollywood motion picture. Oh my god. Um, He practically begged her to help him produce. So that's where she's at. And he's also going to set Serena up in this dingy little random apartment that was essentially where Audrey Hepburn... Right? Audrey? Yeah, Audrey Hepburn's apartment in Breakfast at Tiffany's is where Serena's movie apartment is um so like that's a whole fun tie-in i guess um and we meet uh serena's very dreamy neighbor jason who is interning at a law firm for the summer yeah like sackman and golds <laughs> i don't even think that's a no that's a bank you know what i don't know what <laughs> i don't law firm no yeah i mean i think it was a made-up law firm for the book totally fine totally fine of ghostwriter cecily to do that for us it's not a bank i will admit i did just watch the big short for the first time this week so it might be on my mind um if you want to talk stocks explain it to Uh, me banks on our mind banks i'm really trying to get into gambling this year i don't know if you know this but i did place a bet on DraftKings for the super bowl and i learned what a parlay is which is if you side note we're gonna i'm gonna teach the fan base about parlays you can say stocks and gambling podcast now too (laughs) so jason doesn't work in stocks but you can make like three different bets and if they all hit you win a ton of money there was like an 18 dollar parlay that i could have won 500 dollars on at the super bowl but i didn't understand it dang i'm well, cute now there's I'm always next smart. time though 
Uh, can't wait for you to lose so much money, Maggie. That's going to be awesome for you. Or win a bunch of money. Where is the subplot where someone works on Wall Street and it's like the 2008 financial, financial crisis? I don't think that uh, is something that will happen in Gossip Girl. <laughs> I think these 18-year-olds can be trusted with yeah. mortgages. Maybe. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Dan, um, he's just kind of working at the bookstore, at the Strand Bookstore in New York. Um, he's daydreaming about his last summer with Vanessa before he goes to college. Which he is officially going to college again. Even the last book, he, like, tried to disrupt his entire future for love. And his dad really sat him down and was like, you're going to college. So he's going to college in Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been set straight. Uh, and Nate... Really, really just working. I mean, for him, this summer of solitude, that's really all he is. I'm looking at my notes and like all of my notes are just like, Nate does this one thing. Uh, He meets this girl, Tawny, after like wiping out on his bike. Um, And she's a little Hamptons townie. She's not a rich girl, uh, but she's really pretty. So Nate's like, whoa, whoa, hubba, hubba, wooga, wooga. Yeah, she's kind of described as like a Walmart Barbie. Like I, I imagine her wearing Marona Uggs. In the, yeah. in the summer and having Absolutely a fake tan. Not. Yeah. Um, um, they go and, and get ice cream. Yeah, they go and get ice cream. Cute date. I love ice cream. Ruby, uh, Vanessa's long-lost sister who's been on tour in Europe with her band, she is back in Brooklyn, ready to move back in with her sister. Uh, the only caveat here is that Ruby has brought this guy, Piotr, uh, who's an artist and he needs a studio so Ruby kicks Vanessa out so this new guy can have a space to work. That is awful. Yeah, it's so easy as a young woman in this day and age to get played by men. And the idea of a guy wanting to be an aspiring artist and being like, I, so I need your sister's bedroom. Um, I can get why Ruby would be like, sure. I don't know if I'd have boundaries if I was like 19. But also, I mean, yeah, actually, I, would I? I don't know. I mean, I I, I guess, uh, I don't know. It's like, why are you doing this for a guy who, like, isn't paying rent, it seems? Like, this just feels like a lot, you know? But how I'm is the pipe? About it. Have we considered the pipe? I mean, the if if Ruby's gonna pay double rent in Brooklyn by herself, the pipe's gotta be pretty good. Yeah, bring home the bacon yeah. and lay down the bacon. Wow. Maybe he is. age-old expression of laying down the bacon. That's all that love is when you're 20, is getting getting um, bacon and getting getting baked on down. Ba- getting baked bake on dat. Um, exactly. We'll work, we're going to workshop it next episode. We'll probably forget. But if we come back with a better option, we'll let you know. Is getting, is um, getting your PhD in sucking and fucking. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Thank I you. like that one. Um, Vanessa distraught that she's been kicked out. She also doesn't have, like, time to move out. She's just like, get your things and get out of my apartment. Um, yeah. she calls Dan. Dan's like, come stay at my my place with my dad and me. So, that's nice of him. He also loves that she's crying on the phone. He's like, I feel so manly right now. Yeah, Dan gets off on, uh, women's tears. So, I mean, he really does. He literally does. He should get a Depop shirt, a red bubble shirt that says, I get off on women's tears. Wow, we should make that and make a merch store and just put that in there for the real fans. Exactly. So she is going to go crash with him, but at the same time that he gets off the phone feeling hot from listening to his girlfriend cry, he sees this blonde girl in the bookstore who... Like, wants, like, a Dharma, like, a wellness lifestyle book. Yeah. Because she's a Lululemon honey. 
Yeah. And they seemingly flirt. While Tawny is Walmart, uh, Target, um, Brie is Lululemon. Yes. Um, because Brie is also very blonde, very new girl in this book. And Dan's like, hubba hubba awooga, yay, yay, yay. Um, just immediately forgets about Vanessa and is like, what can I help you with, miss? A wellness book? I've read all of the wellness books. So he's just immediately trying trying to get sucked and fucked by this girl. It is so wild, and I know I've said it before, but it, the how close da- Dan and Joe Goldberg are in characters. They're so close like literally when they opened this book with him working at a bookstore i was like you've got to be fucking kidding me it's so wild yeah not much is happening in london where blair is not getting much i'm like ruby getting piped down uh oh. blair is watching marcus play croquette with his cousin they're doing some croquet uh and i it does seem like they're flirting it's i weird. don't know it's a weird vibe and they also like don't let Blair have a turn during croquet. Uh, and they're just like doing like little ha ha he he's and like, oh, you remember that one time we got super drunk? Oh, you're so bad. Like, it's weird. Like, the vibes are not like there. It is kind of um, weird. It also doesn't seem like Blair is allowed in the main house. She does go to the bathroom yeah. at some point on her own. But yeah. It- it's like rumored that he's married. So like, we never really find out what the tea is. But there's something up with the fact that he's like, seemingly hiding her away somewhere and like only seeing her when he says yeah pretty sus serena makes a mistake that uh any first well i don't even know if a first day actor would know this but um so they don't film in order and serena doesn't realize this idiot they're filming (laughs) i know seriously they're filming from the middle of the script and all she has learned is like her first few lines like it is a middle school production of fiddler on the roof yeah. Um. She starts getting pretty smitten with her coworker Thaddeus Smith. He's a big guy. Nice. Um. But she has to have all the power in these scenes. And the thing is, she's a little too starstruck to be confident, normal Serena. Yeah. She's kind of fumbling hard here, and Ken is not pleased. Mm-mm. Um. But we don't see really how this continues to play out. Instead, we check in with Dan and Vanessa, who are hanging out in Jenny's old bedroom. Um, and they have just, like, a little conversation. They kiss. It's pretty m- mid. It's pretty mid. Yeah, it's just nothing really happens. Yeah, Vanessa is noticing he's acting a little strange because he keeps, like, waxing on about how poetic life is. Yeah, he's being very wistful all of a sudden. And if there's one thing Dan is, it is not wistful. But I would kind of uh, welcome that energy from my partner because if you're around doom and gloom all the time, woohoo, I'm so happy. Yeah, she should be happy that Dan's personality is changing because his personality is generally awful. Oh no, my boyfriend suddenly has the will to live. Woe is me. <laughs> She's like, where's this tormented soul that I, I'm so in love with who cheats on me all the time? Nate. He's still there. Nate's, That's the spoiler. I know, seriously. <laughs> Nate's going out with the complete opposite. Uh, no heads, em- head empty. Um, no thoughts, head empty. Tawny, who seemingly is impressed by the fact that he has money. Yeah. Kind of and he's going to Yale. She's She wants to be massage therapist. That's her thing. Uh, we find out she is also a junior in high school, so just a year behind him from graduating. Mm-hmm. Blair, great scene. Actually, probably my <laughs> this favorite. This was probably scene my favorite. Yeah, I was gonna agree with this. This is absolutely insane, and I'm here for how delusional Blair is sometimes. 
Yeah, so Blair doesn't have a lot of hobbies in London besides shopping, which is her main objective and hobby in general. So she is going to go out shopping in London, and she is so deranged about Lord Marcus, who we must say she has not slept with yet, that she goes in and buys an $18,000 wedding dress. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. She just charges it because she can. Imagine being able to charge $18,000. That's insane. Um, God. That's so I, 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 I'm here for it, but this is absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, at the bookstore on another day, maybe the day after, Dan runs back into Brie to talk about the book that she got there and how wonderful life is. Um, and shockingly, Brie asks Dan on a date, not the other way around. So, like, Brie's kind of feeling this little scrawny smoker, um, much to our dismay. <laughs> yes, she asks if he wants to do Bikram with her, which, uh, if you don't know what Bikram is, I guess if you live in New York, maybe you'd be like, it's a fancy restaurant. Mm-hmm. But it is hot yoga. Um, yeah. It is officially hot yoga. He agrees to do that, not knowing what it is. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for that to play out. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, back on film, set, territory, uh, Serena is still not quite getting it she's just kind of missing her um lines missing her remarks uh and ken ken's not happy about it um but she gets to hang out with thaddeus after set and they have just like a little whirlwind date where there's the paparazzi and like they go back to her place but thaddeus is very adamant of not like going up to her apartment Yes, uh, they are working on their chemistry at dinner, and it seems like it's fine. Thaddeus has some pretty strong boundaries, and he does admit that he doesn't really love all the fame that comes with being famous, which yeah. Serena is like, I guess He's I relate. just like us. <laughs> Stars, they're just like us. They're just like us. Jason, her neighbor, though, does come down, the lawyer at Goldman and Sachs, as we learned. Mm-hmm. He's doing Moneyball. I also watched Moneyball recently. And, um, and it shows Maggie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And him, Thaddeus, and Serena share a little beer on the stoop. Very New York of them. Yeah. Um, Blair's lifestyle in London is just going from bad to worse because she finds out that her reservation at the suite she's staying at is expiring. And Marcus hasn't renewed it. Nor has he told her. She is finding all of this out from the hotel concierge, and he lets it slip that he has uh, that Marcus has a wife. And Blair's like, you know what? I have had enough of this. Uh, please get me on a first class uh, trip to New York tomorrow. Back home, though, drama ensues as Chuck tells Nate that, hey, actually, I heard a rumor about Blair. I saw that she came home with a wedding dress because she's getting married and is also pregnant because Chuck just picked up Nate on the side of the road in the Hamptons. Everyone's in the Hamptons. It drove him home. And that's not what Nate wants to hear because if you haven't learned from the last, I don't know, eight books, Nate's whole plot is just pining for Blair. Yeah, that's his whole thing. Uh, But also I feel like Nate is old enough to know better to not like listen to everything Chuck tells him because like, I'm sure Chuck has done enough of these situations that we know he's not right about most of them. I would love to know Chuck's birth chart. I bet he's a Gemini. Yeah, and Maggie hates Gemini. <laughs> I do. I don't like Gemini. Um, that was a callback to a conversation Maggie and I had yesterday. So very delightful for us. Listeners are like, that's interesting. Unless our <laughs> listener base is all Geminis, then what if we? <laughs> I can be persuaded. 
of one star reviews because we said we said Maggie doesn't like Gemini's and everyone's like fuck this podcast. You know what? And we're like, if SZA won't make songs for cancers, I cannot make podcasts for Gemini's unless I date wow. one and I have a really good time. Listen, yeah. so just just know that um, Maggie's um, iron fist on this is very loose. Um. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I can meet a Gemini I have a really good time with. The thing is, I gotta. Yeah. I feel like I gotta kiss someone soon, because the longer I go without kissing someone, the more I turn into, like, an Ari Aster film. Yeah, just go go to a party and get a kiss. Get a little smooch. We'll see. Um, I was hoping that we'd get to, like, a date scene, but this isn't a date scene, because I was gonna say, speaking of smooches, and that would have been a great transition to a date scene, but we're not transitioning No, sometimes I just scene. turn the podcast into therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, uh, speaking of therapy, uh, Blair's mom is not happy with her, and she thinks Blair needs to get her head in gear. Uh, because Blair's just spending too much money, including the $18,000 she spent on a wedding dress. Yeah, her plane ticket was also $4,000 back home. So, uh, what is that? Bad. Like, $22,000 in a day? And Yeah, that's, yikes. That's a that's a year of college. Well, it was a year of college s- six years ago, but uh, you see what I mean. So, she's going to put some, a, a very small leash on Blair in the sense that, <laughs> Blair, you need to get a job. Because if I'm going to give you your trust fun by the time you're 21 i need to know you're responsible with money which is like why is she getting her trust fund at 21 that like literally reminds me like i had a very like rich friend in college who like her mom was like i need to teach you responsibility so i'm gonna buy a condo in chicago and you're gonna be the landlord who manages the property and it was like that's not how you teach someone responsibility and spoiler alert she did really bad at it and me and the other person ended up moving out because she ended up lying to us and her mom to do a bunch of things it was so bad oh no a 20 year old is a landlord who doesn't have strong enough boundaries and is probably still a people pleaser like i can't imagine i can't imagine that going well yeah crazy um let's check in on uh oh no we have to talk about blair's blair's uh idea of responsibility is getting a job in like the film uh yeah. the, on the film doing wardrobe for bailey winter who's like this really famous designer and her mom's gonna help her get a job so so it's nepotism easy, easy. yeah yeah here i was thinking like wow is blair gonna get like a like a like a hostess job or something no no, no she's still rich as fuck we get to the scene where Bree and Dan are finally going to hot yoga, and boy, is he shocked. Um, he's in jeans, you know, and it's like, what are you, what are you going to do hot yoga in? And Bree hits him with a curveball that this hot yoga is not like a normal hot yoga. They are going to crank the room up to like 120 degrees, and people actually get fully naked for this yeah. hot yoga, and- which is disgusting. Have you ever been to hot <laughs> yoga? Can you imagine, yeah. like, sweaty pubes? I'm sorry. Not to be, yeah, like, no, TMI. I'm sure, like, this, like, exists somewhere, but, like, it has to be, like, super underground because, like, I feel like any distinguished business couldn't just, like, be like, yep, and everyone's gonna be naked. Yeah, um, you're also pretty packed in there. I Like, especially for this one, I would think that you yeah. are... are- uh, separated they were doing like pairs yoga too so you were just like naked with somebody all over you which just again feels unsanitary um dan immediately is like naked girl hubba hubba awooga um and he's like uh oh oh no a boner coming um and then he ends up working with the like 
50-year-old instructor instead. Yeah, the teacher calls him up, which, okay, I will say, and I won't say in defense of Dan sometimes, but I think if you're working with another naked, sweaty person and their pheromones are just, like, so strong... I would be like, yeah, I could see a guy getting a boner in that situation. So would it be yeah. awkward? I mean, you're like a six, 17-year-old guy. I feel like I wonder if it's, like, anticipated at that point. Like, oh, we're all naked and we're just doing flows. So, like, maybe everyone's, like, kind of like, yeah, you get a little turned on. I have no idea um, because this feels made up. So <laughs> it, it definitely does. It's very intense yeah. for a first date, period. Yeah. Speaking of dates, Nate and Tawny go on a date. They meet up with some of her friends at this clearing that's kind of a log on the beach. Uh-huh. And her friends are kind of indicating that they hate rich city kids. And they're kind of sniffing it out that Nate might be yeah. a rich city kid. Yeah. I mean, Nate, Nate doesn't really like... Uh beat around the bush here he's basically like i'm a rich city kid and tawny's like guys he's not like the other rich city kids um that's really all that happens nothing much else goes on there <laughs> serena might be getting some luck because she finally gets a text from thaddeus saying he misses her so she's like oh yippee she skips yeah, on and- over in true serena fashion she's like i think i'm falling for him and like they haven't even kissed um and We, as the readers, learn that the text was meant for a guy instead of Serena. Serena will not put two and two together. Thaddeus answers the door shirtless and is like, oh, let's work on lines. And Serena's like, this isn't what I imagined for our, like, date, but okay. She can luckily gaslight herself into believing anything she wants to, so she's Mm -hmm. just like, he must be taking it slow. Yeah. Um, Vanessa, um reasonably over Dan's bullshit at this point in the series. It's like, hey, you're changing your personality for the hundredth time. Um, What's that all about? And Dan's like, whoa, 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 my son child. You just have to love life more. I'm not changing that much. I've always been like this. And we're like, whatever, Dan. Yeah, another precursor for this is that she does read some poetry where he essentially is just, he drops Buddha in the poem and it's like clearly about a girl. Which she doesn't really get. Ultimately, this scene ends with them splitting up because they're different people now. And I'm sure they'll get back together at some point. Yeah, I hope not. Blair is about to have an interview to be Brandy, I think the big fashion person's name. Bailey Winter. Bailey Winter. When Marcus calls, he kind of indicates... he and Camilla are second cousins. He clarifies that, which to yeah. me read is okay. That's that's a they fucked. Did you hook up? Well, I guess we're yeah. second. We're second he, cousins because because he, he says like I understand like, but we are second cousins. Like it's a defense, and Blair just hangs up. So we do not know how this plays out. No, <laughs> hey, but it could it could we know what the brother sister stuff was like. The ghostwriter was like, I've seen the incest that goes on in here. So the cousins, yeah, not far fetched. Yeah, absolutely. So Blair interviews with Bailey Winter, and her mom and her brother's girlfriend also kind of show up. It seems like a really relaxed interview. I mean, obviously, there's three people there. And also Blair's brother's girlfriend is like 12, so it's weird that she came along for this. I get the sense that Tyler's girlfriend also wants to be Blair in a way because at graduation she was wearing the same outfit as her, the Oscar de la Renta outfit. That's just creepy, honestly. Like, back off. 
Yeah, let's take a minute to assess the younger brother dating the older, the mini-me older like sister. Like a version of his older sister? That's weird. Wild. Um, Serena on set, um, I'm, I'm shifting from this. I don't want to spend too much time thinking about how creepy that is. Uh, Serena misses a cue on set, and this is like, we're getting close to the last straw with uh, Serena's relationship with Ken. He is so pissed. Uh, but instead of taking that out on Serena, he finally is paying attention to Vanessa's, like, f- camera work on set that they've been on for, like, f- a-, a while now. And he realizes that she's being super experimental with it, and he gets so mad that he fires Vanessa. Which, yeah. I which, did... which honestly warranted. Like, when you're on a film set, like, you very much have to stick to the shot list. Like, you don't, like just play around unless you like ask for another take to play around like you don't just take liberties there no cinematographer gets to do that that was crazy of her so vanessa obviously is leaving set in tears she runs into blair and jasmine blair's brother's girlfriend and the brother's girlfriend kind of indicates that uh she might know of a job for vanessa if she really needs one yeah and blair on the other hand runs into serena And it's kind of, like, awkward because they don't really, like, know where they stand. But it seems like they're going to be friends again, um, especially after Serena mentions that uh, she's living in the breakfast at Tiffany's apartment. So Blair's like, great, moving in. Mm -hmm. So they're going to live there together. Um, And I think they're going to share a bed. I think there's only one bed. So very best friend summer for them. We have a really quick chapter where Dan seemingly has a heart attack from running with Brie. (laughs) <laughs> I, I think she actually has to give him CPR. I'm pretty sure that's how that yeah. one ends. Oh, I thought that was, like, a, a bit for her to, like, kiss him. Like, because he was so, like, tired and he fell. I'm sure it's, like, one of those truth and comedy things where it's, like, half yeah. kiss, half I actually probably need yeah. to administer CPR. Exactly. Uh, but even, like, with all of this, Dan's like, wow, I'm still, like, loving how Bree's changing my outlook on life. <laughs> Which, I mean, I probably don't disagree. You're exercising and not smoking. Yeah. Um, We find out Vanessa's job that she gets from uh, Jasmine or Minnie Blair uh, is to nanny two twin boys who are like six, seven, maybe. Yeah. And they're they're painted as like mini Chucks, but they they don't ever do anything bad in this book. They just just like they're literally just children. (laughs) They're just like kids who are kind of like wanting her attention. She also shows up to the job interview after slamming a whole bottle of wine which slay honestly if it works for you it works for you well she gets the job as long as it wasn't red wine because you could you could definitely tell the evidence is on your teeth yeah um blair's moving her stuff into serena's apartment and she also meets little lawyer intern jason and she is smitten with him pretty easily yeah, they go up to the roof, they, like, look at the moon, they drink wine, they flirt. It's a really cute chapter. It's cute! I'm liking this. Nate, on the other hand, is, like, fighting for his life with Tawny. <laughs> um, he's really trying so hard for his school life not to overlap with his Hamptons, blue-collar Bruce Springsteen life. Mm-hmm. But he runs into someone he knows at a concert, and Tawny kind of figures out that he is Serena's ex, which she's very excited about because she loves breakfast yeah. at Fred's. Yeah, and it's like, yikes, not looking great for him in that. Um, Blair and Serena are hanging out in their shared apartment, and Serena's being vulnerable for once, um, the very first time. 
and she opens up to Blair about how she's just really struggling with acting and she's not really getting it and she's really bummed because she thought it would come super easy to her because it has previously when she's done other acting in the series. Uh, and Blair really sits down with her and like helps her like get the character down, which is really nice. It's a very sweet moment. It is really sweet. They have the coaching walking scene outside of breakfast at, T- or at Tiffany's where mm-hmm. she just is trying to make her be more confident because that's what the character is, is confident. Yeah. Exactly. Vanessa is babysitting, sober, when, uh... (laughs) With another bottle of wine. With another bottle, but she's not going to be sober long. Um, (laughs) She's bringing the twins to a playground, and a rollerblader runs over one of the twins she's babysitting. She has a little bit of a run-in with the rollerblader's friend, who's this girl who's very much a Karen. And she realizes the person who ran over the kid is Dan, and the other rollerblader is Bree. Yikes. And uh, Vanessa's, like, putting two and two together, like, oh, Dan was cheating on me again. How awesome for me. Uh, But, of course, Dan gets his karma immediately. One of the uh, twin boys throws up his ice cream sandwich all over Dan, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, I loved that. Good for them. Uh, we get a Gossip Girl post that, well, I mean, Dan won in one way, because Thaddeus Smith does run in, right into Gossip Girl that Dan kind of looked good in his short shorts. Ooh. So. Get it, Dan. Swing the um, other way. We really just don't get many Gossip Girl posts this book. Uh, I feel like the ghostwriter was like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this, so they didn't do many of them. Yeah. Um, we get a brief scene where Nate calls Blair because he misses her, and Blair's like, what the fuck do you want? And he's like, I heard you're getting married. And she's like, I'm not fucking getting married. I'm busy working. Bye. So it was very funny to me. I did love that. Just like her cutting him off so fast. And yeah. then she, the sign off that she leaves him with is, have fun at the beach, by the way. <laughs> uh, embarrassing off. for Nate so embarrassing for him Vanessa goes back to the Humphrey residence I mean she doesn't know what to do now because she is still living there even though they broke up Yeah, and she complains to you know as you do your now ex-boyfriend's dad post breakup Yeah, and your current roommate makes sense <laughs> and Rufus is like well Jenny is at Waverly Academy you know, Dan is going to go to Washington, clear across the country. Why don't you just live with me at a reduced rate? Yeah. And it's like, it seems like Rufus just doesn't want to be lonely. He gets to kind of live out his dad fantasy. And Vanessa gets a place to stay for super cheap. So that seems like a pretty, like, win-win situation. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you know, as I started college, I'd also want to live with someone else's parent to kind of be like, where were you? (laughs) <laughs> and I'm, like, getting my I mean, PhD in sucking hey, fucking. fucking. I mean, hey, if you don't have the money for dorms and you had to live somewhere, might as well be with someone you've known for a really long time. Yeah, that's true. Um, Serena, now back on set, uh, she's nailing her performance this time. And Ken is happy. Uh, but also, thinking about this further makes me laugh a lot because it's, like, are parts of the movie just really bad? And then other parts were like, oh, I guess she's pretty good. <laughs> it really seems... Because it feels like so inconsistent performance-wise. It seemed to me like from the offset, they were like, we got 13 days to film a major film, which that seemed crazy to me. That's insane, yeah. And she sings Moon River, that scene, and it goes really well and everyone claps and then they go, that's a wrap. Okay. Yeah, so it's like she finally got it in the final scene. Yeah, I don't... Could they not just go Uh, back and start refilming? I don't know. I mean, probably not. That's a lot of money to, like, redo permits and things like that. 
Um, but also, I usually say if an actor's doing, like, a really bad job, it's usually on the director for, um, not getting a good performance out of them. Oh, for sure. Um, because she nailed her audition, so, like, what the fuck did Ken do? Mm-hmm. Um, and Serena has a drink with Thaddeus after this, um, to kind of celebrate, and there's more alluding to the fact that Thaddeus likes boys there is but he does put his arm around her as the fireworks are going over the hudson river and he does kiss her so maybe he's bi maybe i feel like i always interpreted it as like he's trying to put on like a like a show for like any sort of paparazzi that's following him so he can kind of keep that part of his life away from that Ooh. um but i guess we'll never know because i don't think that is in the next book <laughs> no well we do get an answer to it later um yeah. nate is smoking a jay in the car with his buddy anthony and lamenting over the fact he's not with blair that's it yeah he's like you want to know what I don't like about Tawny Anthony? That she's not Blair. Uh, and I don't even think Anthony says anything here. If he says something, it's irrelevant. Anthony says something very cute, which is, there's only one Blair, which, fun. That's true. That's true. But there's also only one Tawny if we flipped it on its head. <laughs> it's true. I've never met someone named Tawny. I've probably met someone named Blair, though. Yeah. Um, Serena is, um, walking into the set as it's being struck down because she really wants to steal one of the dresses she wore, um, during the movie, which honestly valid, I would do the same thing. Uh, and she runs into a very special someone. Serge knocks on her door and is like chatting her up like they're buddies. He reveals that he is Thaddeus's boyfriend. He's like, and thank you once again for being our beard. That was so nice of you to do. I can introduce you to someone in like Palm Springs if you want to come with us, be in all of Thad's movies. And here's the thing. I think that she probably would have been down for it if you just told her in the beginning. Just ask. Yeah. Yeah, but I also get, like, wanting to, like, keep your cards close to your chest because, like, he doesn't know Serena very well. She could be, like, weird about it. She could go tell a bunch of people. And it sounds like he's trying to keep this on the DL. That is true. I guess this isn't a time way before they legalized gay marriage. What a time we've lived through. Wow, really. I know, like, think about, like, the person writing this book. And they're like, oh, my God, and he's going to be gay. How salacious. And we're, like, reading it now being like, well, this this feels like a pretty normal and also weird that he has to be so secretive about it but like makes sense for the time period it is yeah i could talking about gay in the early 2000s could go on i could go on for so long because it's it feels like there was it was like fine you had to like Mm -hmm. reassure yourself it was fine and then there were like other things at least where i grew up where it was like um no and you're like this is confusing because i feel like it's normal and chill yeah whatever um speaking of normal and chill this next scene is not that uh dan takes brie to the rap party because he somehow got uninvited and even dan's like i think vanessa put me on the list dan is going to a party that he doesn't understand why he's invited which should be a cue to not go to the party um and we learn very quickly that brie is not a partier she seems very uninterested and she does not want to drink while she's there even weirder vanessa is there with the kids she babysits for some reason yeah that doesn't make sense to me either and they all run into each other vanessa is like hey dan can we just go off for a second and chat um so they're gonna do that while brie is just gonna go on the roof maybe you know pop out a few yoga poses who knows (laughs) 
Um, we get a brief scene where Blair's flirting with Jason a hard at this rap party, and they get a little smoochy smooch on, which is great for them. She does eye Nate showing up with Tawny to the party, though, and she is really not happy about that. Oh, she's pissed. Um, but Bailey Winter also at the rap party. Um, Bailey Winter is such a character. Uh, she's obsessed with Blair. She's obsessed with Serena. Or he is. I think it's a boy. It is he. He's obsessed with Blair. He's obsessed with Serena. And he wants both of them to come to his island house to be the muses for uh, his summer winter collection that he's working on. Uh, and he lets the ball drop that the island he's talking about, Hamptons, and the house he's talking about, right next door to the Archibalds. <laughs> Yes, so Blair goes into the kitchen to bitch. I mean, you know, it's great that she's going to be the face of his fashion line, but yeah. she is talking to Serena and Tad about Nate's cheap date. Uh, Nate comes over to say hi, and Blair is very aloof and starts flirting with Jason, as you got to when the ex is around. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Nate is kind of losing his mind at this, so he is going to leave the party. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And Brie also dumps Dan shortly after his conversation with Vanessa. Um, And and Brie's very emotional about this. She's like in tears just being like, our paths are just moving in different directions. But sometimes it's nice that our paths even crossed in the first place. And Dan's like already over it. He's like, I get it. We weren't going to work out. I just thought you were hot. She has a line that is about his life path has taken him to this big Hollywood party. And that's just something she doesn't understand hilarious i loved that line that I, made me laugh I loved so hard it so hard yeah it was amazing so they are gonna break up nate is actually on the roof and he overhears the breakup and both boys are like hey let's be honest there's only one girl for both of us and it's yours <laughs> they, they must turn to each other and go man rough to be a boy tonight <laughs> Yeah, they have a they have a boys will be boys moment where I imagine yeah. they embrace and they're doing that thing where it's a hug, but they gotta like pat each other on the back. Yeah, yeah. They gotta yeah, make it a manly it, hug. Yeah. Man hug. Yeah. So Nate is gonna break up with Tawny. He's going back down. He's like, I only got one girl for me. But he sees her dancing with Chuck, going to the bathroom to hook up with Chuck. So Yikes. Yep. Trash Tony, takes Tony itself blinded out. by the the rich guys. Trash takes itself out. Um, and a, a weird place for the book to end is there. And then we just get a wrap up Gossip Girl post that's basically just saying, we're all going to the Hamptons next book. We are all going to the Hamptons. Uh, Blair got to hook up with Jason, that which is great. Uh, Vanessa cool. and Dan are friends, I guess, because she's going to live with but okay. her, his dad. And that's where Only in Your Dreams was going to leave off. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to leave you off there. No, we aren't. We're going to we're gonna do our canceled character in our top five. Maggie, which one should we start with? Um, let's start with top five, because to be honest, I don't, I don't know what canceled character I would have. Yeah, I feel like you could argue a few people, so let's do top five. Okay. Um, for our top five, we are going to do top five personality changes that Dan could have undergone to impress a woman at any yeah. certain time or he might go to under to impress a woman this could be future thinking too who knows who he's gonna date know. he's moving know. to washington there's things there uh meg do you want to start coming in at number five pretty simple move maybe he gets a pet i mean pets pets change you that's a really good way to show a girl you have a dog a fish a lizard i think you could 
you know, teach a man to fish and he fishes one day, but, mm-hmm. but really teach a man to fish and he gets all he the g- women. Gets a f- he gets all the women. He, I Get know, a man a fish and put it in a bowl and then he gets laid. I know it's like you teach him to, but what I'm saying is he could cast his net wide and far yeah. if he got a Bernese mountain dog. I love the fact of him being like, I'm going to get a pet. And he gets one of the biggest dogs you could possibly get. That's so funny. I don't know. Easy, manageable. Um, number four, uh, very, very popular activity here. Skincare, taking care of his skin. Honestly, though, a guy into skincare, kind of hot. If he takes, if he just moisturizes, honestly, and puts on sunscreen during the day. That's pretty cool. Exactly. It's like, I know men can't control their receding hairline, but they can control the wrinkles on their forehead. That's a true... Think about that. All we're saying is just put put an SPF on in the morning. If you get crazy and do a retinol at night, amazing. But bare bare minimum sunscreen. Hot. I saw a tweet today that was like, men at 30 will be like, I just haven't figured out dating yet. And it's like, you have five years left of your hair. And it really... (laughs) It really changed my perspective on things. Yeah. Yeah. Men are crazy. Number three, I I want Dan to get into sword swallowing. That'd be cool. Rent Renaissance fair it up. Yeah, really any activity at a Renaissance fair. Dan really just does give person who would work at a Renaissance fair vibes. Right. Yeah. He really does. Um and speaking of working at a Renaissance fair, this could really be done at a Renaissance fair anywhere. Uh number two, we're talking magic. We're talking street magic. We're talking sleight of hand. We're talking card tricks. Uh, something that also seems just really up Dan's alley. He could really get the attention that he wants if he was to say, is this your card? So, <laughs> yeah. I could see it. And coming in at number one, we just want to see him do some stunts. I'm talking stunts. daredevil stuff. I'm talking motorcycle in that globe of death that I looked up the name for before this. Yeah, I'm talking jumping from one building to the top of another building. <gasps> If he became Tom Cruise's stuntman in the Mission Impossible movies. That'd be cool. Dangerous, but cool. I, I don't think Tom Cruise would allow it, but it would be really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Which, I guess, brings us to the canceled character. Uh, you know what, Maggie? I think I'll make my argument for Lord Marcus because uh, he was cheating on his wife and also hooking up with his cousin. Um you could make an argument for Dan, but I feel like Dan's always an easy pick now. That is true. Um, I think Lauren Marcus is good. I was going to make an argument for uh, Ken Mogul because I think what you said earlier about not directing. Yeah, he's a bad, he seems like a bad director too. Um, yeah. Yeah. So maybe they can both be canceled this Which week. Which is worse, incest Marcus, or yeah. making a bad movie, I guess, you know? <laughs> you know, in my book, they're they're the same. <laughs> they're the equal levels of bad. Same level of bad. But if you yep. want to follow people who are good places... Wow, great segue. You know, we're, we, be our disciples. Follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Yahweh Reddit. We're hanging out sometimes. And follow us on Instagram at Maggie and Laura, where we post updates about the show and other things we do. And if you want to email us, we always love emails. Uh, Maggie and Laura present at gmail.com. We have them both on our phones. Make our day. Make Send our a day. ransom we note. Love, we love an email. Um, and if, um, I guess that's it. That's really everything. Uh, and we'll be back next week with um, book number 10. Ah. What would I lie to you? Um, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I would never lie to any of you. I would never lie to any of you. In the yeah. And in the moment of truth, I must tell you guys, I am 30 years old now. So. Yeah. <laughs> I just so. need them to know that. 
That's not a lie. It's crazy. It's not a lie at all. Wish me happy birthday. Email us. Yeah. Email us a happy birthday link uh, for Maggie. That would be great. Woohoo. Okay, we did it. Thank you.